0: Maybe you had the CD-ROM of the online game, The Oregon Trail. It originally came out in 1995 and is now into its fifth edition. Now, 20-some years later, there is a completely fresh approach to the game and the story that is the staged version of The Oregon Trail. The now and then is part of this highly original retelling of our history. Here's the judgy game show narrator voice, delivered by Leif Norby.
1: The Oregon Trail. You may 1. travel the trail. 2. learn about the trail. What is your choice? Many kinds of people made the trip to Oregon. You may 1. be a banker from Boston. 2. be a carpenter from Ohio. 3. be a farmer from Illinois. 4. Be a completely ineffectual middle schooler who has yet to excel at anything and who also cannot manage her body odor.
0: As the voice, Leif interacts with the character of Now Jane, guiding her through life and sometimes difficult choices she must make. It's telling that Now Jane tells a friend, being fine is the real tragedy. Now you have something to overcome. Friend with issues, but she has issues of her own, right? His leaf. I mean,
1: that's one of the you know the main themes in the show is 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 talking about depression and especially amongst millennials, which Mm -hmm. um, is the age you know group of people that were born in the 80s, 90s, um, after Gen X, and there's a lot more uh, depression uh, Mm -hmm. throughout. And but Uh, interestingly enough, they're also very positive though about the future and about, you know, our country. and
0: it's Having just... a millennial for in my daughter, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I mean, it's just one of those things that, mm-hmm. you know, it's an interesting contradiction in a way, you know, yeah. that, that they're dealing with this depression but that they have so much going on and going for them and mm-hmm. you know it's it's just interesting right. that way
0: well I wanted to get into the uh you know you, like I said your rapier wit is uh-huh. being on, on display much differently. well I, I will say that Becca's rapier yeah. wit and she is really something else yeah um,
1: Becca princestetter uh, is just yes. a amazing playwright.
0: what I mean the the uh, uh, the little bit that I've seen yeah is just so stunning I was just blown away yeah. frankly yeah. by yeah. the way that it's the conceits of it, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that a little bit. But you also play Clancy yes. on the trail. Did you ever actually do the CD? I mean, I had a CD ROM for my daughter of this of the Oregon Trail. Of the Oregon Trail yeah, game. Uh-huh. Yeah. So did you play the game?
1: I never did, you, did. and 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 which is kind of
0: <laughs> maybe you were in between the age of maybe I was. you were too. I was a
1: little old. A
0: little old for, when it
1: came right when it came because out. that was
0: meant really for the younger crowd yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Right? So more like. Older grade school and junior high and that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I, yeah, I I had unfortunately missed it. I've still been meaning to, I've played a little bit of it, but I've still been meaning to try and really sit down and dig into it and and, and play it. but it's. I'm,
0: I was thinking, I have that. I've got to have that CD-ROM somewhere. I'm right. gonna play it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, and, and the thing that, as I understand it, it's it's a pretty hard game actually to get through. It's it's yeah. really hard to well, make it hear, all the way from yeah, Missouri to Yeah. you hear to that, to and you hear the characters Oregon.
0: in the in the play that yeah. say, "Well, I don't know what happens because I've, yeah, I haven't finished it, or I've never right. gotten through." So, I haven't gotten to the end of the Oregon Trail right. over here in Oregon City. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it was actually kind of, a, in a way, a groundbreaking game in that it was it was universally popular. It right. was popular throughout the U.S. I mean, it wasn't just in Oregon. What it was year a very did popular, that come out? Uh, I can't remember. I, you know, I want to say it was like around 93 or 94. Okay.
0: And that, I was going to say the 90s because that's yeah. when I know uh, when I was in media, my general manager was playing Tetris all the time. Right. right. And so... <laughs> But we hadn't even taken our media over to online yet. We were yeah. just in the process of it. So that was right. a new thing. Yeah. That yeah. was a new thing. But the story is very old. Yes, and for it Becca is. to create something like this, what do you think it was that she said, oh, I'm going to put feet in both the now and the then? Yeah. I, I mean, that's great.
1: Yeah, it is. Um I, I, one of the things that that I know that um, Becca was playing with when she was writing the show was um, I, I believe the word is epigenetics, which is how much are we influenced, and, and, and especially with something like depression, uh, how much are we influenced by just things around us, um, our environment. Epigenetics. And epigenetics. And, it, and it's dealing with cells and the DNA and things like that, and as far as Depression being brought down through generations, uh-huh. and and how their how, how maybe like your great great grandmother or something like that what they went through.
0: So in other words, now now Jane now Jane uh, has her, she could follow her epigenetics back to right her, her people coming a- across in the Conestoga wagons exactly uh-huh. and and
1: so and kind of that's one of the stories in the show is that it's like her great 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 grandmother that went across that Mm -hmm. took the journey and had all these hardships and how that influenced her and that you know maybe through you know
0: that is a very compelling yeah sort of thing to think about for any of us absolutely had immigrant parents right uh you know you say you're from montana i would Mm -hmm. think that your people came from somewhere yes yeah Your, your people meaning your great 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 right
1: Well, and and Norway originally is where most of my family is Uh from. And I haven't actually gone and done like, I would love to do that sometime, you know, where everyone is now doing that. You send in a DNA and you can find out your lineage and things. I love that thing
0: on TV where they say, oh, do I don't right. think I could find my ancestry. Yeah, but, but it's fascinating to think where we've all come from.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's an interesting, I think, you know, theme or, or topic in terms of how much are we influenced by what our yeah. ancestors or relatives a went through.
0: Thing to take on. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, now, from the actor standpoint, the challenge is for you because you're jumping between being the voice, sort of off off stage now? Right? Yes. Are you off stage? I'm off stage, yeah. And then do you have to... So, but you're already in costume. Yeah. So then you suddenly have to run in and save the wagon from right. as you're taking it across the water.
1: Yeah, it's been a... And it's then been a,
0: Jane is like drowning or something. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a... I mean, and this is one of the many reasons that I love, you know, uh, theater, is is just uh, the amazing challenges that come up, and this show in particular... Getting to do two different roles that are so vastly different in a way, you know, yeah. in so many levels.
0: Because you, you're the voice, differently. Yeah, the voice, the is, voice
1: is completely off stage. I'm actually in a booth, in a recording booth that's completely soundproof. But you see,
0: see that. I'm acting. watching a
1: little monitor.
0: Yeah,
1: my a little monitor of what's going on on stage. Yeah. And that was something that Sarah uh, Baskin, who plays the Now Jane, And I had to work on in rehearsals, you know, we wanted to to develop, Mm -hmm. well, a timing and a rapport and a relationship, you know, because it's kind of hard. That was one of the things that was a challenge for me as the voice was being in that booth. You're apart from everything. Right. And the
0: funny thing is I found myself wishing... That I had that kind of voice for me. I want that <laughs> right. voice. I think that we talks all would to me, like that. Yeah. Like gives you a piece of Stamp your mind. Out of yeah, it. Come on. Yeah. And, you know, we all want that. Do we? I don't, I think I'd rather just go on my own. <laughs> right. But as I was listening to you give her the the um, judgy game show yes. advice yes. <laughs> of the voice, Right. I thought to myself, I wouldn't mind having somebody tell me, you know what, Vanessa? Here's the here's the dang. <laughs>
1: right. Here's look at this. You know, yeah. you know. Come on. Is is it really that bad? Yeah. Look at you know, we got yeah. this going on, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it it's been a it's it is definitely been a challenge because I, I will have to then at one point be in the booth being the, the voice of the trailer, and then immediately get on stage yeah, and to Yeah, just immediately, you Clancy. have to
0: be that person. Yeah. But is there, like, a moment, is there a beat, do the lights go down a little bit, or...?
1: Sometimes I'll get a little bit of time to kind of, all right, yeah. settle, you know, back into Clancy yeah. and things like that. So
0: tell me about this conceit of then and now. Yeah. Um, how... It's it's fascinating because yeah. I've seen it done in other shows, and right. I find it really interesting.
1: Absolutely, I, I and I think that's uh, one of the things that is so. I mean, so because
0: now Jane is like you know behind the computer, and you know.
1: Right, and I, but I think that that's what uh, Becca did such a brilliant job in, in terms of incorporating into this show by incorporating the game, uh, because, because you're because the
0: game is incorporated. You get to yeah. be, You get to choose whether you want to be. The past the teacher, the, Right and all these different characters. And then
1: she could also bring in the story of her ancestor, mm-hmm. you know, Jane on the trail, you but know. All, through but just the as game. a
0: reminder to our listeners that yeah. whatever character you choose, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna end a certain way. Right. And that's part of the game. Absolutely. That it has all these different directions, depending on the choices you make.
1: Depending on the choices As you I'm make. I'm now
0: recalling the game.
1: Yes. V- yes. V- via my daughter. Absolutely.
0: You could play it over and over and never yep. make the same choice, and it, exactly. you may not make it.
1: Right. Exactly. City. And that was a pretty high probability.
0: And the the idea behind the show is that something very unexpected happens. Don't tell us. No.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: But something unexpected it does resolve in an unexpected kind of way.
1: It does absolutely, um, and, and again, I, I, I give that you know kudos to Becca in terms of how I thought smartly, um, poignantly, and humorously she she brought the two stories kind of together mm-hmm. to cross over, and um, in in talking about these themes of uh, you know depression and millennials and you know and also I think it's also just a great little. A take on the, what it was like to be on the trail. I mean, yeah. it, it was extremely you know, and, and hard. In
0: some ways, I feel like we're not much different right. than that. As I was considering the Oregon Trail, any any of the the wagons that were trying to forge a new path, yeah. be they just or not, right? You know, right? Uh, uh, do we really need a you know Columbus Day? No, <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, edit that out. <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. a lot of our ideas have changed. Absolutely. So what, has anything changed for you from what you, you're from Montana. Uh-huh. So you have your own kind of historic things yeah. that you arrived with in Montana. Yeah. With your people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But uh,
0: for you, I mean, everybody knows about the Oregon Trail pretty much. Anything changed for you in terms of what you learned about it?
1: Oh, wow. I mean, I, I guess I would look at, it's a, it's a great question, and I'm, uh, I'm struck by you bringing that up, you know, in terms of, because we're doing this play, The Oregon Trail, I moved to Oregon from Montana in 1992. And I have to say, uh, it's not just the journey, uh, the physical journey. It, more importantly, it's been for me the emotional, the growth, um, the experiences that I've, I've, I've gotten to experience from moving to from Montana to Oregon um, have been incredible. And I guess, you know, at times when I'm Settled down a little bit and actually thinking about the things I've, I've learned and, and grown with and, and gone through It's been an amazing journey, and I, and I, and I wouldn't trade it for anything And You, and met, your been some w- bad you met your wife here mm-hmm. Yep.
0: I Which did. is another interesting story about uh, the, There's a wonderful thing that we'll have to hook our listeners up to this thing where you can take Travel the trail and we'll make sure that we link to that. Yeah, but you're featured Oh, sort of. boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the featured people in that. Of course, you're featured in the show as well. Yeah. I always like to know this, and that you might remember me asking from Othello when yeah. we last talked, but favorite part of the show? What's your favorite part when you think about, oh, I've got to do a show, besides getting nervous all over again, for heaven's sake?
1: Right. <laughs> um, yeah, Boy, I, that was one of the things. I, so many things drew me to this show. Um,
0: Because it's an unusual show.
1: It is an unusual show. And what I get to do in it is unusual. It's not something you normally get to do as a performer. Um, Okay, I guess one of the funnest... I'll give two things if that's okay. One of the funnest uh, things that I get to do is play the voice. to, to, To get the response that he has, that this voice has, from the audience and from what happens on stage, it's, it's a thrill. It really is, and an enjoyable one. And uh, I mean, one of the reasons I love acting so much is it's because I, one of the reasons is because I always feel that someone else says it a lot better than I, I can. So I'd rather say their words and not mine. And, and I just, again, think that Becker has written such a funny, witty uh, part with the computer voice. So that's the, one of the funnest things I get to do. One of the funnest moments of the show for me He's actually as Clancy um, with his daughters on the trail, and one of them is having a really, really tough time. And there's just this beautiful, I, I, just a, it's, a really, it's small, but it's this beautiful little scene where, you know, I, I think it was harder back then to say, I love you.
0: Yeah, between you know, the as father parents. And yeah. daughter. Mm-hmm.
1: and and especially going through something as hard as this is, right. you know, traversing from, you know, it's what two thousand miles, and they didn't ride the wagons; they walked alongside of them. And so, I, you know, there's this beautiful little scene that he has with his with his daughter, you know, just trying to tell her, "We're we're going to make it. We're going to be okay."
0: Did it feel authentic? I mean, uh, in the sense that you say, you know, it's not the kind of thing that was maybe said back in eighteen whatever. Yeah. But yeah. it sounds like Becca's written a very authentic feeling Absolutely, that was the thing that I both thought she did. Both the now and the then.
1: Mm-hmm, I thought she did a great job with, in terms of re- maintaining authenticity. Even though there is such a comedic, you know, feel to the show, there are these wonderfully authentic moments, both on the trail back in 1848 and in present day 1997 through now. You know? Well,
0: I just feel like you, as always, would just bring it alive. <laughs>
1: I, I think people should come to the show to see a wonderfully fresh, poignant, humorous, entertaining, um, smart play that is unlike uh, any play you may have seen before, and and I, I really mean that. It's it, there's there's so many different elements about this show, but I think that have been woven beautifully together to tell this. Endearing story uh, and sometimes a harsh story, but uh, that's life, you know, so and that's uh, Why I love doing theater and hopefully that's our Mission and hopefully we succeed and I do believe we succeed with this one in terms of telling life stories but in new and unique and fresh and cool ways
0: I think especially this season has been very much like that about telling stories and telling stories from here where we're living you know, be it the internments, the you know right. Astoria, be it all the different stories that all of us have. All of us yes. seem to have stories. Absolutely. And uh, and not that I want to veer away from the Oregon Trail, but yeah. anything coming up next that we can look forward to?
1: Absolutely. I uh, this Christmas I'll be uh, uh, being in a. Beauty and the Beast is the next show I'll be doing. I'll be playing the Beast. Ah, oh. so yeah, better
0: that than the beauty. That's,
1: well, I don't know about that, but but yeah, it's um, uh, looking forward to that. And then actually, I'm I'm really excited about I'll be actually coming back to Portland Center Stage for Astoria. In January, yeah, that sounds which is another amazing story about
0: there. about here
1: traveling okay. across right. the U.S. So
0: you're going for Beauty and the Beast, where are you going?
1: Uh, I'll go from here doing Beauty and the Beast and then to Astoria.
0: Oh, here you'll be doing Beauty here. and the Beast. Here, you know no, you no,
1: go. Beauty and the Beast is actually uh, downtown at uh, the Newmark Theater. Oh, the moon. okay, so yeah.
0: away from our beloved.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's always great talking with you. I never tire of seeing you. Well,
1: thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Break that leg. Always, always.